Hello and welcome to the Next Take podcast, a podcast where we take the next take at TV, film and all sorts um, and give your opinions, give you our opinions, even though no one asked for them. How did I mess up the intro in <laughs> 20 seconds? That's going to be a new record. Uh, I'm George, if you want to remember that for next time I mess up. And that laugh was mine and I'm Sunny. Hi Sunny, how are you? I'm good, I'm, I'm quite tired now, yeah. making moves. Yeah, it's just hate, it's... Uh... I didn't ask how you, you, this isn't related to the podcast, but you had an interview or haven't yes, you? Yes, I did. I had, had one today. How did it go? All right. I mean, I'll find out tomorrow. So, ah, what was it for? A teaching assistant at my Ooh. old primary school. Oh, very nice. Yeah. I had to read some little kids today. It was very, very awkward because I had a teacher in there and I had to, we, I had to wear a face mask the whole way through. Oh, so you had to read with a face mask on? Yeah, and as you can tell, my voice doesn't carry that well. So with a face mask, it's uh, oh. yeah, a bit problematic. But I've, I went all right. I'll find oh. out tomorrow, so at least I don't have to wait that long. Well, that's good to hear. I'm happy for you. So what are we discussing this week then, Sonny? We are going through, well, we're, it's our first TV episode, so it's, yeah. a, it's a cause of celebration because it's been about... This is the seventh episode, and we're only exactly. touching TV now. Yeah, so I suppose there's not really a format for this. It's just us talking about what series we've been watching recently. Um, so there's no kind of special pitch or time capsule or anything like that. It's just just yeah. our thoughts. Yeah, it's just a start for the for TV. Mm. It's been quite a big week for TV actually. Like, yeah, uh, I say Friend. that. Uh, yeah, for, because the of Friends. Friends. <laughs> the Friends. Yeah, reunion. and then yeah. I couldn't think of any other TV series that's been kind of big this week. Rick yeah, and Morty but... got a trailer last month. That. Yeah, but yeah, the the Friends reunion was just done. Um, did you watch it? Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. Uh, yeah. What, did you watch it? Uh, I haven't. I've heard lots about it though, and I've seen some clips on yeah. YouTube. I haven't actually watched it in full yet. I mean, there's one bit with like Lady Gaga, in, and it's oh, just right. so unnecessary. Oh, doesn't she do Smelly Cat with Thingy? Yeah. And Ugh. I was watching it, and apparently I had a face on whilst I was watching it of disgust, and my brother just started laughing at me. And I didn't even know I was making this face. He's like, your face? I was like, it's just so unnecessary. Who needs this yeah. in their life? Mm. I have to admit, when I heard James Corden was involved, I did like, oh, yeah. why? But from what I've heard, he's not in it a hell of a lot. He, yeah, uh... but he's in it too much still. Uh, just get rid of him. I just don't like it. No, I I don't see the appeal. But he did. He I'll admit, I used to think like yeah, but he did write one of the you know best British sitcoms in recent history. But then also Ruth Jones wrote it, and you know what? I'm starting to think she may have had more of a hand in it than <laughs> we were all yeah. actually led to believe. Definitely. Even though I don't think I've ever seen a full episode of Gavin and Stacey. Really? Yeah. And I consider myself to be a massive fan of comedy series. Yeah, so, like I, I ge- genuinely think you'd like it. Like it's that, such that real slice of life humour. Have you seen any of it? I've seen like random episodes here and there, but like not uh, all right. the way through to. Oh uh, right, yeah. No, it is. It is so cleverly written. Like it's not even like, like it's a comedy series, but I don't know. It's just normal life, but funny. Oh okay, so, yeah. I know in the most recent special, there's a conversation where they're all at the pub. 
Sorry about that, him. Sorry, a late introduction. You didn't introduce. Yeah, introduce yeah this, is, this is this is podcast dog who has been the bane <laughs> of my life for the last year and a half. Um, yeah, there's like a scene where they're all sat around uh, in the pub and they're talking about which service station between Essex and Wales is the best one. And like, it's such a stupid conversation, but that like, real people have, like, and arguing which one's the best, and like, oh well, yeah, you can't go wrong with with a. Uh, the one by uh, Westminster on the end of six. <laughs> oh no, top notch. And it's like it's just yeah, oh, it's just it's just all conversations like that. Like, it's just stupid. Yeah. I think like that's scenarios. Yeah. That's what makes I think a comedy good though, is that you can make those sorts of uh, conversations funny. Yeah, it's like it's the opposite of absurdist humour. It's observational humour, I guess. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. yeah. But no, that is that is a very good, very good series. I would say I'm not, I'm not mad about it like some people, but yeah, it's very. Yeah, I good. see a bit too much. That puts me off a little bit. It is like Fiat Five Hundred girl drive through oh, Chinese okay. food, but I I kind of get that vibe from it, and I'm like I don't I don't want to be that that level yeah. of it. It's good, but I'm not like well, you need to calm down. It's not that's, it's not my whole identity. That's not the way to get me to watch it either. Uh, there is another trailer I've seen. Have you seen a I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson? On Netflix, Tim Robinson. He does it with the Lonely Island guys. No, it doesn't like ring a, a bell. Doesn't, oh, it doesn't ring a bell. All oh, right. Well, yeah, that's coming out soon. There's another series. I think you'd like that. All right. Yes. Oh. It's quite quick to watch as well. Mm. Have you watched? Um, uh, did you ever watch Auntie Donna's on Netflix? Oh my god. Someone did. <laughs> Someone liked it, apparently. Uh, mm. No, I haven't. Oh, that. Hang on. Gonna shoot a dog real quick. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Just before that goes on the record. No, I think again that is very absurdist humour. I think you would love. It's um. So three Aussies guys who actually started for the podcast. Would you believe it? Oh, I think going yeah, to like I've sketch seen, comedy. Yeah, I was thinking. I've seen like the trailer for it. They're just drumming on everything. Yeah, everything's a drum. Yeah. Um, and the bit with the square. Have you seen that? No. Oh, all right. Oh, I'll leave that there. But I do, I do feel like Netflix is producing some a lot better, a lot more varied content nowadays. Like, whereas before it was all like serious stuff and that's it. And it's like, uh, like, you know, your Stranger Things and whatnot. Whereas now they are starting to delve into all sorts of realms. They're doing, you know, reality shows, documentaries, um, you know, still doing serious stuff, but comedies, you know, all yeah, but, sorts. Some, but sometimes it's to a fault. There, yeah. There was this show called uh, Brown Nation. Uh, this is when I was at uni, like when we were at uni, so it was at least five years ago or something mm-hmm. like that. It's called Brown Nation. I was like, oh, cool. Brown people in a comedy. See what's about. It's so trash. I can't believe I stuck with it for like, th- I watched three episodes. I was like, it's got to be good at some point. Yeah. And now it's still on my watch list, and I don't know. I don't know how to get rid of it. I think there is an option to remove stuff from your Netflix list. I, yeah, I mean, like uh, that. I've watched it. I just want to erase it from all history. Oh, yeah. It's is that it bad? Brown, brown nation. Oh, brown nation. <laughs> 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 I want to make a program for brown people. Oh. <laughs> See how quickly I get that taken off the air. Yeah, brown people by a white guy. Yeah. Everyone you want to hear my attitude. 
I had to check myself earlier. We are, um, oh my God, hang on. Ah. We are, um, what were we watching? It was one of these daytime programs, yeah, like this morning or whatever, yeah. like opinion shows, like Loose Women, but it wasn't. And they had um, some women on there discussing, you know, it was, is breastfeeding better than a bottle for your baby? And they're all talking about it. And I sat around, I was like, there's four women discussing this. I was like, there's not a single man there to like, give their insight. And then realised what I was saying, and that it was a yeah. topic about breastfeeding. And I, that no man has an opinion on that, or has a valid opinion on it. Like, yeah, you, I was like, oh, I've got, to, I've got to check myself out here. Like, hang on. Were you getting ready to write a Facebook status about it? I was. My mum my was like, email in. I was like, no. That was when she said that. That's when I talked. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, hang on. Something's wrong here. So you should be against what you just said anyway, that your mum should have been. She should have said, yeah. shut up, George, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, which if she had, I probably wouldn't have, but because she went emailed in, I was like, oh, hang on, I'm supposed to agree with you. Ah, <laughs> uh, wait, we're both in the wrong now. Anyway, let's get talking about the TV before the dog starts going off again. Yes, TV. So, hit me with your, your series that you've been watching lately. Okay, so the newest series I started and it's not a new series it's been on for a while but i've only just started checking it out is archer by okay it's an animated show um created by adam reed um it's basically it's it's spies but comedy and that sounds very basic (laughs) um is that what it says in the synopsis it's spies but comedy yeah uh, hang on. The synopsis: uh, American adult animated sitcom created by Anne dysfunctional intelligence agency, agency led by Sterling Archer and his colleagues. That's basically kind of the gist of it. It is a a brilliant like series. Like I, I know we've said this before, and like I said a lot, but like American and British humor is like very like mm, one or the other. Yeah, this though is like so on point with the humor like so many of the jokes are just perfect um there's oh, what like the the joke of tinnitus being a thing because they all shoot guns all the time yeah and it's like it's just a recurring gag like everyone like some a load of them are like what say that again like oh you know well but you know portrayed better than i just described it uh, <laughs> so i get the like, gist yeah yeah, there's a little bit like that, and I mean, some of the, ironically, and this is very rare, I find that, like, the main character of a comedy series is sometimes, like, the least funniest, like, because yeah. they have to be for the audience, whereas because Archer is, I mean, he's such a caricature, but he's also competent at his job as a spy, and, like, he is, so he's, he's, it's hard, because he's not stupid, but he's, it, it's awkward to say. You know, um, is he just a bit? Uh, is he just like that typical uh, comedy character where there's always so? Yeah, like he's he's irresponsible and things like that. But he like is... Jake Peralta kind of kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, but he's not. He's not. Yeah, but he's not thick. Like he's not stupid and yeah. like doesn't know what wedding insurance is and things like that. He's on the ball. I'm trying to think of the one. There's a bit where oh that's it. So in one of the episodes, so one of the one of the other characters. So I said there's there's like seven or eight characters I think uh, on this picture here. One, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. So there's seven of them. Um, so you've got like Archer who's the lead. He's like the main agent. There's another female agent. Um, 
who like and like the recurring jokes they're not like they never played to be like women are stupid or anything like that like they're played a, a bit again a bit like brooklyn 99 they're played about the characters themselves and like their attributes rather than who they are yeah i know it sounds very contradicting but like you know the jokes are never at the expense of her being a woman or her be or her being a you know woman of color it's because she's got big man hands that they laugh at her or <laughs> you know there's like there's some of, uh, in some of the later seasons there's bits where they like gratuitously try and make her topless obviously you never see anything but like the joke is like oh like your your boobs are sagging when clearly they're not well i say they're not they're cartoon but like you know and it's like yeah it's things like that but one of them is um one of the side characters the secretary she's like the the descendant of like jp morgan or like one of the first like oldest like families in america so she's like a multi-billionaire yeah but like it's just like yeah i don't know i never really like again it's not a part of her character until like here and there like there's one they go to a spa and she's like oh i can reach out because i own the spa They're like you own this spa she's like, well i own the chain i own the company that owns the chain that owns this spa and it's like oh my like and that's the joke and she has like she has a pet ocelot that every now and now and then pops up and Archer's obsessed with it he's like oh my god and it's like his best friend <laughs> and oh it's it's so good it's like me with a raccoon like yeah does it like um go through different types of comedy though like with with her being so rich like it's absurd and then oh oh yeah. the whole thing is absurd. like the the, the intelligence organ- organization is called isis so they're all work oh. for ISIS. <laughs> okay so yeah but it it's just oh yeah it's just brilliantly written um, by the sounds of it i feel like i might enjoy this yeah oh, you you would love it um like yeah it's just the characters themselves are all again they're absurd and mad but they all work within within the show and you know play off each other really well yeah is there it, like any it's really hard it's really hard to describe because it is funny but it's funny like almost blinking you'll miss it like wait what did he say what what yeah, it's kind of hard to describe a like, comedy series in terms of other like, jokes. Yeah, because they are so so vague. I think the worst character is probably uh, one called Cyril, who's like the is like the nerdy accountant of the group, and he's voiced by is it Chris Cornell? No, hang on, that's not the that's not his name. Chris Cornell. Yeah, Chris Parnell, who also voices um, he voices Jerry in Rick and Morty. Have you seen that? Oh yeah, that guy. Okay. And he's also okay. he's in a load of like SNL stuff. Um, he's also in he's in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Who does he play? He plays. No one I, oh, tell me, no one tell me, no one tell me, don't tell me. He plays. Ah, something my tongue. He plays Jake's girlfriend's boss in season two. Yeah, that's it. The drug addict guy. That yeah, him. Um, I mean, like you know, he's fine. I I personally struggle with his comedy anyway. Like, I feel like he does a lot of the same jokes and a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, he kind of um, plays the same character, doesn't? He? Yeah, he plays like the the loser, like the wannabe try hard loser. Um, which is fine. Like you know, he's he's clearly making millions from it. Like, yeah, know, I'm, I'm sure he doesn't listen to this podcast. But no, gotta be safe. True. Gotta be safe. Yeah, just in case, you know, just in case. Yeah, we love you, man. Yeah. Let, let me let me be on archer but yeah i think his character is definitely the weakest and yeah it, it's typical because it's like that's the kind of character they all punch down on and is lame and the loser and that's kind of the running gag but 
I think the other supporting characters are fantastic, like if not better. There's yeah, like there's the, one of the best episodes I think is sort of the train one like I just mentioned in season two, I think. And there's oh, I don't know what season it was now. I've only watched up to I think I'm halfway through season four at the minute of nine or oh, seven seasons. Um, but there's another episode where they go to they go to like a like a swamp like a like in Louisiana or something. Um, yeah. And the whole time, Mark is like, "Oh yeah, we're getting an airboat. We're getting an airboat because uh, it's a Burt Reynolds film where he he drives an airboat and he really wants to do it." He's like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. And then, like, it's revealed that, like, that, that there's not an airboat in that movie at all. Like, he's getting it confused with something else. And he's like, oh, oh, okay. And, like, they bring, like, a load of weapon crates. And then Archer's just filled them up with booze the whole time. And just, oh, it's, it's just absurd humor. Like, it's really hard to put, put your finger on it. Um, it's not like Family Guy, like, stupid slapstick, like, that kind of thing. It is very cleverly written. Yeah, that's the sort of stuff I like. I like smart. It's it's dumb, but it's it's so smart that it is dumb. Mm, That's yeah. why I love Dumb and Dumber. Like, oh, there's yeah, the genius yeah. behind like every joke, like how dumb it is. It's not what you just see. There's like undertones to every joke, to how mm. stupid it is. Oh yeah, uh, like yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, the start of season four. Um, oh, it's a bit of a spoiler. That's yeah, sort of like Archer's undercover at first. But he's undercover as Bob from Bob's Burgers because they're both voiced <laughs> by the same guy. Yeah. Um, but it's still like it's clearly Archer and he's got a mustache, and then like the other characters, like Linda, the wife from Bob's Burgers, is there, and the kids, but they're all done in the Archer style. And it's just like oh, this this makes no sense. It'd be like if if I don't know, Hank Azaria from The Simpsons voiced Quagmire, and then it'd be Mo going undercover as Quagmire. In the Simpsons, yeah, okay, yeah, I get what you mean. You know, you know what I mean, yeah. Um, don't know, I, really, very... I really want to watch that episode now because I love Bob's Burgers. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, really that's it. it's the start of season four, <laughs> so all the episodes to jump into. Probably not the best, <laughs> but yeah, I would definitely, definitely recommend it. And talking about that, that sort of stupid, like, absurd humor. I was watching like, a show recently. It's got Tim Robinson, who I was just talking about with that Netflix show. It's oh, yeah. called Detroiters, and it's it's so silly. Like that's the only way I could describe it. Mm. And uh, I do not uh, recognise this Tim Robinson guy at all. Do you not? No, I don't know if I should or not. He's not in many things. He's just in like Detroiters and his Netflix show. Oh, right. Thing. I think he was like an SNL writer or something. Oh, uh, okay. I think yeah, a lot of these people come from yeah SNL. Yeah, uh, Detroit is it's about him and his best friend Sam Richardson, or Sam Duvet, and they they just they do like really bad adverts for stuff. Okay, and it's, all the adverts are just like quite bad, and then the way they they always have to have something funny in there. Mm. And if someone like to say something serious, it's like, well, you gotta have something funny in there. Is this is this show where they try and advertise mirrors? Yeah, and then they're all in the mirrors at the same time. Yeah, and they're like yeah. trying to hide the camera and just shuffle into <laughs> yeah. the side. Oh, yeah, I think I've seen, yeah, I've seen that clip, but I've never. Oh, it's it's so stupid. And then like Sam, like one of the main characters, he he calls our people a friggin' idiot all the time. And yeah. I, I I said it to my brother the other day. 
And I was like, why are you? That's a bit harsh, isn't it? I was like, sorry, I've just been watching Detroit. <laughs> it's amazing when, when a show can rub off on you like that and like, yeah. have that impact. But it only went on for like two series and then it got cancelled. I was like, how is this being cancelled? And then like at the same time, Big Bang Theory was still going on. Mm. I know, it's a mystery. Right. I get to the point now where I'm getting like Big Bang Theory, like throwback stuff come up on like my Facebook and TikTok and stuff. And I'm like, is it really time for a throwback? Yeah, it ended like last year. Yeah. Right. I mean, okay. it had its it had its time, I think, as a show. If you were about 13 to like 15, hmm. that's when you should watch that show. Yeah. Like, I remember when it really started popping off over here. And it was like, yeah, okay. I think it was like 20, about 2013, maybe. That's before I went to uni. Yeah. I yeah. think I remember still watching it when I was in like first year. And then that's when it stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was, I stopped watching it when I moved out. Um, from like my mum and dad's because they all carried on watching it. We're like, oh, have you seen this one with that so and so? And this one, I'm like, no, like, no, it's, it's not funny anymore. Yeah, it is. It's like, this is dead. Like, this is over. It's just the canned laughter. So, like, who decides when when to press that button? Oh, it's it's stupid because it's not even like they're not even jokes. Yeah, they're just so obscure and they're just like some obscure reference to like science or something that it's trying to be smart but it's not even smart yeah it's just using big words mm. it's like there's a site there's a bit where they go like oh like they're playing ping pong or something i saw a clip and it's like between the autobots and the ninja turtles and people laugh and you're like that's not a joke like <sighs> like that's Ugh. that's not even a, an attempt at a joke that's just the name that's just what nerdy people would name their teams mm. that's it yeah, although saying that, young children, I do kind of have a soft spot for. It's not as good as the Goldbergs, which I think did that, that a lot better. That, like, old school, you know, back in the day sitcom. Yeah. You know, with a voiceover. I think, yeah, I think the Goldbergs are that a lot better. But I do, I do appreciate young children. And like, I do think it has its moments. Even Goldbergs has fallen off now. Yeah, is this is it still going? Or is it finished? Yeah, I still watch it. I just watch it if I'm if there's nothing else to watch. It yeah, it is my like okay. I'll uh, nothing's on. I'll go to E4, and if it's on, fine. But yeah, isn't it, it is. a whole idea like the kid because it's the youngest kid's like point of view in it? So surely he's gonna like yeah. grow up soon and like leave. Well, it's about the eighties, so it only has it. Surely goes on for ten series, and that's it. Yeah, I guess. Because either that was like the problem with the middle. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, little, little bits of it. Because it was like, you know, oh, you had the two teenagers in a high school and the younger one. It was like, oh, okay. But then it got to the point where like the teenagers were like going off to college or uni. And it was like, well, how do you still have them in the show when they're supposed to go off? Like, hmm. Yeah, and then they always somehow just end up back at home when they're supposed yeah. to be like, thousands, like hundreds of miles away. Yeah, I mean, I do, I do think they make a joke of it of saying like, Oh, my son goes to college and he's back all the time, and it's like a almost a nod and a wink to the camera. But at the same time, it's like, eh, isn't that like you're kind of losing the family aspect now? Just let it end, like just let it yeah. die. Um, it's like, there's loads of shows like that in America, though. Mm. They overstay their welcome so much. Yeah, I mean, you know, speaking of, I've actually also a bit started getting into the office for the first time because that the U.S. office. 
Yeah. Sorry. Um, I think because my girlfriend like is obsessed with it. She's like, you have to watch it. I was like, okay, fine. And oh, as someone who can't handle cringe humor, I don't know why I subject myself to it every time because it's just ah, oh, it's just. I no, can't it, do it. I can't. It, it's nothing compared to the UK one. Oh yeah. Oh, I haven't even. I haven't even started going off there. Every time I I see that tickle him sing, I I, only, I can only think of you, and that's it. Oh, I, I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. I just oh. I remember the first time you was like, oh, I was, I, my cousin was watching The Office, and then you showed me the tickling bit. Mm. Yeah, and oh, I, I mean that I did find funny because I'm like, yeah, that is something that yeah <laughs> they would do, and like that is the kind of thing that person would do. But even like the US one, and like, oh, I just can't do cringe comedy. I can't do it. I love I that really sort of stuff. struggle. I, re- I love. I'm the sort of person that likes an awkward silence if it's not me who feels awkward. But I will point that out just to make it even more awkward. Yeah. Oh, but, oh I, my favorite show is Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, and you, oh yeah. It's it's so funny. And like uh, some of the moments, like he's just confrontational all the time, Larry David is. Mm. And it's just sometimes you're just like you don't need to say anything, but he always has to say something. Yeah. Oh, I just, oh, I, I, the only I remember I watched one bit of it, and it's where he doesn't he like accidentally make a kid a Nazi or something. Oh yeah, he, he's like drawing on a magazine, and he just mm-hmm. writes. Uh, he just like puts a swastika on him and makes the person on the cover Hitler, and this kid is like really camp. That's like, right, just, yeah, like, and he goes, "Oh, that's a cute design," and then he buys him like a sewing machine. And the mom's not happy with it because she's like, "Oh, it's it's pretty it's pretty outdated." The uh, mm. the episode, like she doesn't like want him to like lean into like more feminine stuff. Yeah, and then at the end, she uh, the kid makes him like a pillow, and it has a swastika on it, <laughs> <laughs> and it's, and because he's Jewish as well, and it's in front of like other Jewish people. Mm. Oh, ah. Uh. Yeah, I don't know if I could handle something like that. I think I might just shrivel up and just turn to dust. Oh, I don't know. That, that, that show I can watch any time. What is a show that you... Sorry. Ah. Ah. Caught you on. What is a show you do keep going back to, like, over and over? Of course. Um, that's a good question. I mean, there is a US office. I could watch that any time. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say friends, but that's on all the time anyway. So you can't you can't even escape that show. Mm. Uh, Scrubs, I could do. Oh, Scrubs! And... That is another that is another show I got back into. Although I've kind of stopped recently. I kind of got a bit burnt out because I was just watching it nonstop. But I, I maybe New Girl. I'd say New Girl out of all of them. New Girl, I do like. I um. Oh, I can't remember if it was you who showed it to me. There's like a thing of um, what's his name? Oh, Nick Miller. The, yeah, the spoon thing. Yeah, that. Yeah, it was like. I Nick think you Miller, mentioned like, it on a different uh, episode. Yeah. Oh, it just always makes me laugh because I'm like, oh, it's it's me. Like it winds me up so much. <laughs> I know everyone says that. Oh my god, I'm such a Nick Miller. But genuinely, I think you can attest to this. Like, yeah, that, that is him. Like, <laughs> yeah. Even the the shirts, the shirts as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
I, I, I'm not a smart man. <laughs> uh, give yourself some credit, but he at the end he like writes books too, so you know. Yeah, oh, I guess so then. Yeah, but that show, I could watch. He is. At the beginning, when I first watched it, I thought Schmidt was probably the best character. Yeah. But then when I watched it during the first lockdown, I was like, no, Nick's solid all the way through. Like, he holds this show mm. all the way through. Like, his level never changes. But with Winston, he get, he's, goes from being serious to like really silly. But Nick's always like constant. Oh, yeah. The guy with the cat. Yeah. But I, I really... Uh yeah, I think all the all those characters in New Girl are really good. I think Cece is probably the most boring one. It pains me to say that about the brown character in a show. <laughs> yeah, I do oh, there's just there's so much out there now and it's like so hard to like keep track of it all. Yeah. But I, that's the thing, I only I, I pretty much just watch comedy series. Mm. I was looking through like drama series I'd seen, and I think it's like two or three. That's it, and that's one of them is Breaking Bad, and the other one's Hawaii Five O. <laughs> Sorry, did you say Hawaii Five O? Yeah, like the new one, not the old one. Uh, okay, if you'd given me a thousand years, I would never have picked of you watching <laughs> Hawaii Five O. The thing right. is, it's because my mum and I watched it, and then I just got into it. Right. Uh, okay. And it's just easy to watch. It's an easy show to watch. Mm. What Who about is... you? What's that? What's the film uh, show you always go back to? I know it's Scrubs and probably Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, yeah, I think it. Yeah, it's got to be them. Like Brooklyn Nine Nine for me is just like a like a. I don't know. It's just like a good friend is just there. So I'm like, yeah, all right, that'll do. And it'll yeah. just like just satisfy that itch I have. And yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sad it's coming to a close this year with season eight. Like. Yeah, I'd love, I'd love for it to go on. I would have liked to have hit nine series so they could have a, a, yeah. you know, a series nine, episode nine. But at the same time, with everything going on in the world, I think it's about time for the show to kind of... like. I, I feel like the quality's dropped a little bit as well. It has. It's kind of become a bit too... I don't know what the, I don't know what the word is, because it's not self-aware, but it's it's aware of the kind of running gags and jokes of it, and it's kind of... Plays yeah. on them too much, like the Halloween heist. I know the whole point is it's getting more and more absurd, but like the one in season six is like, well, that, that's not even clever. Like the, the, I think the good point of a heist or mystery is, oh, the audience could theoretically solve it and follow it along, and you see hints throughout the the thing to work it out. Like the first one, you do constantly see Jake trying things, but really it's a distraction for someone else to do something in the office. And think, oh, okay, like, okay, we, we didn't know that, but yeah, we were there, we saw that. Whereas the other ones are like, oh, while you were all distracted by the smoke machine outside, Cheddar came in and stole the rings. Like, why Why would we assume the dog did that? Like, Yeah, the dog hasn't even been introduced yet. Yeah, and it's, it's just, yeah, it kind of becomes a bit too... You you think that like, everyone has to win one, so you know who's not going to win. They yeah. can almost tell who's going to win the next one. Yeah, but then I feel like it's going to be a kind of joke of like the whole thing is like, boy, I was like, can we do one? Can we do one? Because I want to win. I want to win. I want to win. And then something else will happen and he won't win. Or, you know, and it'll be, it'll be someone like Kevin ends up winning by accident. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems a bit like formulaic. But saying that, I think season two, I guess three, like absolutely hit their stride. Um, all the stuff with Madeline Wunsch. Oh, yeah. 
cop there's often Madeline Wunsch. Funny enough, um, it's the season with Chris Parnell we talked about earlier with Sophia and Teddy, um, but all that kind of that era. Um, I think that's just peak nine nine. Like it's, it balances the whole like police side with like the comedy side. It doesn't get go too hard either way. Um, yeah, it is just oh, I absolutely love it. I don't have enough yeah. time to say how much I love Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> um, same with Scrubs, really. It's the same kind of thing. It's you know, yeah, love Scrubs. Yeah, from from memory. I mean, I don't know. I've not watched it as an adult for like all the way through for ages, so I can't say how if it dips in quality or any point. But from memory, yeah, series very nine. Cons- series yeah. nine. What season nine? It ends on season eight. Oh eight. Oh yeah. Yeah, there is no yeah. season nine. Yeah. Now season Sorry. nine, I enjoy. Like season nine could have could have carried on, but. I know there's like there's a lot behind the scenes of why that didn't work from the first place. I feel like that was one of the biggest surprises when I found out you watched Scrubs because I, I didn't think many people did. I was like, oh, oh you, you like Scrubs? I watched Scrubs the summer of year eight or year nine, and I was gonna I was going to be a doctor. I was like, I'm going to go into medicine. <laughs> and I'm so glad yeah. I didn't. Um, but no, yeah, I, I absolutely adore Scrubs. Things like yeah, one of the best, if not the best, series ever made. And so, some aspects haven't aged that well. Like, you know, there's a few, like, homophobic jokes, which, again, attitudes change. But well, like I Dr. Know, Cox calling him ladies' names. I don't, I don't even think that, but, like, you know, the, the Turk and JD relationship, like... I don't know. I feel it, like that, well, that works, in a certain, but, like, yeah, the joke's made towards them. Yeah, made towards them, which, like, you know, there's some... Sometimes they they are funny. Like, you know, there's one where JD, he's secretly living with them and he gets caught in his boxes and he's like, oh, when Turk's sad, he likes, he doesn't want them to know that. So he says, oh, when Turk's sad, I come over in the morning because he likes to look at me like half naked. And the girls agree and he's like, they bought it? Are we that gay? And like that, that kind of like <laughs> delivery is brilliant. Like, because it, it's them talking about themselves. And you're like, yeah. oh, are you? Like, oh. But when other people are like, oh, you have a bit of a bit of a weird relationship. Or... And again, it is the joke, but it's, it's the way you know it's, it's handled and delivered. Yeah, um, I get what you mean. But no, I do think it's a, yeah, it's a brilliant. But also, again, going back to what I was saying, like it's a show that had strong female and like black and black characters and stuff. There was it was never a, a never a celebration of it, and not in like a they're a bad thing. It was never like a big deal. Like, yeah, there's there's a lot of diversity in that show. Even like the secondary characters, there's a lot. Hmm. Which you didn't. I don't think you. You know, you, you didn't really tend to get that early on, especially like the early noughties. I mean, you watch any episode of Friends. Oh and, yeah. Oof, it's it's whiter than an Eminem concert. Um, <laughs> uh, that's that's a good one. Yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, and going back to Brooklyn Nine Nine, like they they have probably one of again, if not the most diverse cast I've ever seen. You know. Um, but it's, it's never it's never a point of or the joke at their expense or they hang a lantern on it. Um, it was just but it is it is them doing their job. Like there's one episode oh, going back to nine nine. Sorry, I'm 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 really rambling here. There's one episode of nine nine where Rosa and Amy are like are like the story leads solving a case while Jake and Terry organize a wedding. And in a show from the 90s, that would have been the joke. Like, ha, two men organising the wedding. Oh, yeah, right. But, like, the joke isn't they're organising the wedding. The joke is Jake's 
good at organising wedding, but you wouldn't expect him to be good at organising a wedding because he's Jake Peralta, regardless yeah. of being a man. It's just him. And like you know, he ends up going over. I'm I'm spoiling this episode, but like he ends up going over budget and stuff, and da, 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 and like that that's the joke itself, not two men. Like oh, I don't want to be seen picking out napkins. Like it's just never addressed. It's never an issue. I, I love it. Like yeah, so, with, you know the A story, them solving the mystery. It's never. Like, I mean, they call themselves. I think they have like the nickname the Sleuth Sisters. But that's about it. And again, it's not because oh yeah, we're two badass girls. Like yeah, we're gonna do it. It's like oh no, we're just competent detectives who are good at our job who want to get this guy because we didn't get him last time yeah that's when i think uh stuff like that works is when it's just done it's not done to make a point yeah it's uh going back to like the wedding stuff there's an episode of everybody loves raymond i was watching and it's where they're renewing their vows Mm. and then it's about uh ray his brother robert and then two of their friends and it's all about how like, they all get like sucked into like this, like planning the wedding, and then they get into it, and that's the joke because they're men. Mm. It's like, yeah, I'd, it's completely different to what it would be now, like to the way Brooklyn Nine Nine did it. Yeah, like that. That you just said, like the joke is like, oh, look at those men organizing a wedding. How absurd! And it's like, oh, and I think. You know, shows like Brooklyn Nine-Nine and, you know, some these more modern shows coming out is they can trust their audience to, to like, understand these, like, the jokes because they're not at the expense and they're not punching down or simple ones like, oh, women trying to solve a crime. Yeah, right. Like, I, I remember a couple of years ago, I, re- I watched uh, The Fresh Prince for the first time. And like there's the story beats where they're just so offensive to men and women, and then there's just no resolution. Like that's just the joke, and it ends on it. Well, like, like uh, Will's uh, character. Yeah, like there's one where they say, "Oh, um, men can't design clothes, or women doing something." And like I think in the end, Will and Carlton come down wearing dresses, but then oh, they own yeah, it, yeah. so they don't learn the lesson. And you're like, "Oh, you're just like your characters just haven't grown." Yeah, 90s sitcoms. Although I love 90s sitcoms, mm. there is a lot wrong with them. Especially that they had just like separate white and then black comedies. Yeah. But I feel like they, that's where it peaked. And like now I think like sitcoms are like a dead like, a medium for making comedy series. It just doesn't work. Yeah, I think they are, on, especially like flat multi camera ones. Yeah, they're so bad. Yeah, I mean the one of the most recent ones I can think of is Melissa and Joey. Did you ever catch any of that? Yeah, and is it that show is just made for like nostalgia? Yeah, it's like the 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 tangible link of so she's the social worker looking after these three teenagers, and he's like their nanny or like their carer, and it's like what? Why 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 are you making this compli- more complicated than it needs to be? Like just make it, you know? Yeah. And then it's you know, like, then you know they're going to get what's, together. What's the, the yeah? What's the joke of this? Exactly. Yeah, you know they're going to get together. And then what's what's the joke? Like, what what is your vehicle for telling these these stories? Yeah, they're just people put together just to just hmm. so they can make money from nostalgia. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so what is one show that? I wouldn't necessarily call it a guilty pleasure because that's a whole other thing. But like, 
someone else like you were saying earlier about Hawaii Five O, something someone else started watching and you kind of got wrapped up in just by pure association that you didn't want to watch, but now you have no choice. Oh no, I wouldn't say like Hawaii Five O is that because that's it's just a solid show. Uh, it's easy to watch. Mm. There's nothing wrong with. It. I mean, it's like it's formulaic. It's like, oh yeah, the good guys are gonna win. Yeah, Steve McGarrett's like Superman. Is he the really short one? No, that's uh, what's his name, Danny, and he's a uh, James Khan's son. James Khan. Yeah. Um, play Santiago in The Godfather. Oh, right, 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 right. See, I don't think there's anything that I got sucked into because if I don't like something, I'm not going to watch mm. it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'd say, like, I'm similar. Like, <laughs> the only one I can think of, and I didn't really get into it, but, like, so many people around me have started watching it, was Once Upon a Time. Okay. Like, uh, hang on, I'm just looking at when it started. 2011. Oh. oh, I guess that makes sense. Sebastian Stan's in it. Wait, what? What no. is it about anyway? Is it just so, dark? It's basically um, so all the storybook characters that happen to be owned by Disney because the show is produced by ABC, but don't let that distract you. <laughs> um, they all so. There's the, the the evil queen puts a spell and makes everyone fall asleep or disappears. I don't really know. I've only ever watched the series like halfway through. <laughs> I've never like sat down and started it from the beginning, so I kind of just end up just getting all the like big twists without being like I don't get it. And then like, says that I'm like, oh now I see why that's a big deal. But yeah, so all these characters wake up in this town called Storybrook, and you heard me, a storybook uh, with an R. So, how yeah, smart are some, these guys, man? Oh yeah, you're dealing with some top quality <laughs> writing here. Um, and then there's this, this this boy Henry who has this book, and he's like he as he's reading the story, it's unfolding, I believe. Like he's adopted by his mum, obviously, but then like his real it's either his real mum is like the main character, or that's his stepmum. I always get confused. Um, but then like all those citizens of Storybrook end up becoming like. A, characters that you know and it's like oh my god like the reveal is there snow white and that's pinocchio but clearly it's not really pinocchio because he's made of wood this is like post pinocchio pinocchio and um, and then it's it's just weird like there's just parallel storylines but there's stuff like ends up turning out that peter pan is rumple stiltskin's dad and and he's what? and rumple stiltskin is married to Belle. Who and Rumble Stiltskin was the beast from Beauty and the Beast, and it's her kiss and like her love turned him not weird and lizardy and creepy and turned him normal. And then Captain Hook's there, but he's a good guy and he's also very good looking. And it's like, what, huh? <laughs> People like, uh, are these guys on crack? Like, genuinely, it's I, I don't get it, but like, it, it's fine when. Like <laughs> it was like Snow White and Pinocchio. Like, oh yeah, these these are like you know. Grimm's fairy tales, like okay, like it doesn't it doesn't feel so convoluted that they happen to look like the Disney characters. But then Elsa turns up, and you're like, okay, well that is clearly a Disney character. That is not even like the <laughs> Snow Queen. I think they call her like the Snow Queen, but it's like no, you're, you're clearly, oh, right. you're clearly Elsa. Like, and, I mean, and then like the other Frozen characters show up, like Hans and Anna and stuff, and it's like, 
Okay, I'm I'm starting to lose you now because what? Like they they're genuinely they are this close, and I know you can't see because this is an audio medium, <laughs> but like this close to having Mickey, Donald, and Goofy turn up. Wow, that's like, close. We we've I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure you see you know the hat from Fantasia that like Wizard yeah. Mickey wears the blue one with the stars. I am ninety nine percent sure that is already been in it. You know when you said Storybrook, yeah. I didn't think it would be a complicated show. Yeah, no, never did I. But it is just stupid. But they started off on the edge of the cliff. No, they started <laughs> off in a field somewhere, and they it, just oh. ran off the cliff. You know the you know the phrase "jump in the shark," right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. These guys started outside the aquarium. Like that's how that's how much they they jumped over it. Like, oh, it's so. It's just like I, honestly, I I cannot describe it, and it's so like overly acted and pretty like it... oh it's one of is it for like teens yeah it's i think it's i think it's produced well it's produced by abc so it's that like, kind of like cw like oh okay yeah. yeah oh he's the mad so yeah yeah i get what you mean yeah and it's like oh my god we've got to go and save story bring like all right you chill out like calm down <laughs> all right shall, shall i go on to my to my show yeah, sorry, I kind of got wrapped up in that a bit then. I, I mean, we went it. off on a, the biggest tangent I think we've ever done, and that's saying something. Yeah. <laughs> I knew this would happen with, like, comedy series. Yeah. Oh, sorry, right. So what have you got to hit, hit me? Right, so my one is Starstruck. Okay. Have you heard of it? Uh, I can't say I have. Yeah, you might have seen, like, adverts for it on BBC. Is it is yeah, yeah, that's in Starstruck Cast and I got a D- Disney Channel original movie, so I'm better than that's okay. it. Uh, Starstruck BBC. There we go. Yeah. Oh, it's got it's hmm. yeah. I was gonna say joke, but I don't know how it would land, so I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> uh let, let me let me introduce it, then you tell me your joke, and then we'll we'll see if I can edit it out. Or yeah, okay. I might just isolate it and put it at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> just put me on blast <laughs> straight away. Yeah, so, so it stars uh, Rose Matafeo, who's Jessie, who she writes and stars in it. Mm. And there's Nikesh Patel, who plays Tom, a brown guy called Tom. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I, don't, don't you hate it when shows do that, though? I mean, oh. maybe uh, you come from a different perspective, but I do. But like in, in Yesterday, how the guy's called Jack. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started on that film. But his mum's like called like Jackie or something. Mm. Or it's like, no, you literally just had a script. You, you, you could change the names. Yeah. You, yeah. Oh, no. That stuff grinds my gears. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, you got Nikesh Patel, the brown guy. Brownie points for that one. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, so it's about a millennial who's got two dead end jobs and she meets someone like at a New Year's Eve party and they have a one night stand. And then she finds out that he's a film star. Oh, right. Yeah, so it's, it is a rom com, but it's a very modern take on it. So it has all the like, normal tropes of, yeah, the, the they meet. And then something happens, they go apart, and they keep bumping into each other, but there's always something stopping them. 
Okay. It's done in like such a fresh way, in like the way the characters are. Mm. Uh, although they want to be together, there's always like something stopping them. Right. Okay. So it's a bit like Notting Hill. Uh, I've never seen it, but maybe. Oh, but like, yeah, but like down in your luck, person meets super famous actor. He's like an A-list and yeah, kind they're of. trying to keep up in that world. Yeah, but she's not even trying to keep up in that world. She's just... But at the beginning, there's a bit where they're having sex. It is quite funny. And then they just keep asking each other if they're okay. That is a genuinely funny bit, like just in the middle of it. It's like, oh, do you want to do this? And they're like, yeah, do you want to do this? Even though they're doing it. Well, you know, consent is sexy. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. That's the whole joke. It's like they're still like asking for consent, even though they're both mm. already consented to it. Yeah. But in that sense, like that's how they do like the modern jokes. All right. And is it this? Is it Nikesh Patel? Is he the like? Yeah, he's the film star. Film star, like the the lead. Okay. Yeah, I'd say uh, Rose Matafeo is like the the main lead, and then he's just like the mm. he's the male lead, but. Yeah. Did you ever watch Fleabag? Yeah. Oh, I love Fleabag. Yeah, this is giving me like big Fleabag, Fleabag vibes. Yeah. It's not. Just from a Google image search, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's not as good as Fleabag. Mm. The Fleabag's maybe top five shows of all time. But, I didn't need to rewatch Fleabag. Like, I mean, you could take it. It took me like three days to watch that show. Oh, yeah. Same. Right. Yeah. Did it in. Yeah. But that, over, over a weekend. That's a good thing about this show because it's only seven episodes and it's only 20 minutes each episode. So you could just literally right, get over and done within two hours. And like, it is bingeable, so you are always like hooked all the way through. Mm. It, yeah, just everything about it is quite... It, like, the comedy, like, it's like, very snarky and cynical, which I enjoy, if you know me. No, you like some <laughs> humor. Yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's, there's just a lot, but then there's uh, there's this one bit. It's like my favorite line throughout the whole show. Like they're they're at a film premiere, and like Tom is with another another actress, and like Jesse's kind of jealous. And then the the, the actors are like really touchy feely, and then she goes like she's just getting really annoyed. And she says to her friend, that all, all actors like that, aren't they? And she goes, when another actor greets another actor, it's like one has just been cured for cancer. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because she has to whisper it at the same time. But you can tell like she's really angry and she just wants to like, yeah. get it out. But her friend is like, not giving her the time of day. She's like, really into a, a really bad film. It's uh, like just stuff like that. I might check out that. How many episodes did you say there was? Six? Uh, seven. But that would be like 20 minutes. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Even the score for this, though, is... I really like the score. Yeah. But I I tried to search up and I don't know where to find it. But it's, I don't think it's... Like, it just goes with the emotions of like the end of each episode. It just makes you want to... Mm. I just go to the next one. Yeah. I wouldn't no, say there's anything special about like the way it's done, the score, but just something about it that it does add another element to the show, and the dog agrees. Okay. 
I remember there was one show that kind of did that, and it was like the you know how like a concept album, like sometimes yeah. the music will flow from one track into the next, and like you, you don't really realize. I can't think of a famous example. I suppose Child, I uh, Childish Gambino has one. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah. I can't remember what the series was now, but it kind of it did the same thing. It, it like the music like the credits were like went bum 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 and you're in the episode and you don't even realize like obviously there's a buffer buffering between loading them but like, the idea is you just go bum, 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 bum. and before you before you even know it you're like oh i'm in the next episode what was it i watched i watched like half this is gonna really bug me now <laughs> ah can't remember it'll come to me Oh, I, do, I do like I do I do I do prefer short form series like you said like Starstruck and Fleabag, like they're a lot easier to digest and watch when it's just like you know the ends in sight and you're like yeah okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's why I like uh, British comedies because they're so short and concise, and then they're over in like two three series. Yeah, and it's like that is it's the complete opposite to American shows where they need to drag it out for a hundred shows just so they could get syndication. Just so they can make more money, just to like put it on other networks. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, the best one for me was Suits. Have you watched it? No. Oh, it's no. a drama, isn't it? I, I don't. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't know because it was um had uh, what's her face Meghan Markle in it. I thought you might have like checked that out. Um, but like that, that was like a show I was really into. And like the first couple of seasons were like so good and really clever and cleverly written. And it got to the point I was like, I think I was in season season four, and I was like, I'm just I'm just watching this now just because for the sake of it. Yeah, and I'm you're like, really committed, you? yeah. Yeah, and you're like, you're four series in, and you're still recycling the same ideas. And you're like, just just let it, just end it, like let it let it go go to rest. Like, come on, yeah. Just... I hate shows like yeah. that. it's like How I Met Your Mother's like that. It didn't know when yeah. to end. But the first three series of that show are so good. Like the writing, yeah, actually cared about where the story was going. Mm. The episode, like, there's the Pineapple Incident, which I think is the best episode. It's so, yeah. like, well written and you have to, like, puzzle it together and everything. But then when you get to the, like, not even, like, halfway through, like, the whole show, they just rely on, like, running gags. That's it. And it is, it's, it's, yeah, when you can't come up with any more jokes, and you think like, "All right, you're just you're just here, for, you're just coasting now." This is just the sake of it. But, but I do prefer shows anyway. Like, you yeah. have an end. Like you're going to meet the mother. Like, just end it. You're there. Mm. Do it. Yeah, I mean, a show like that, which is a very interesting premise. I know, obviously, they like you say they have to stretch it out, and you kind of want to stretch a story out. Obviously, you know, people employed and making money, and that's always great. But why that wasn't a series set over the course of, say, two years or so, and every other week he was meeting a different woman, and then they were coming back, obviously with the background characters going on as well. And that way, like, it could have been, well, who is the mum? Why is there so many different women, like, in the mix? Rather than yeah. already knowing you want to do it about Robin and oh, dragging everyone along for nine series. That shows like the was. biggest waste of time with that ending. The oh. We could I do a was... whole episode on dissatisfied endings because I have so many. I mean, I think uh, in general, like, comedy series have a good way of like, um, like tying everything up. Because yeah, it, it 
mo- mainly the main story is just through the series. Mm. And then like the growth happens all the way through. But yeah, that was just one big story that they just are oh, a massive swing and a miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just ah, oh, just ah, oh, so many, so many shows. Like, I never really got into How I Met Your Mother, but like I'd catch it on TV, and I think like, I, I'm whether or not I was catching like you say seasons five and six or whatever, like later ones, and I'm like, I'm just I'm just not getting the vibe. I'm missing it completely. I don't see what the hype is. Yeah, no, the, yeah, the first three series. Because mm. they actually have like gut punches, they have like big surprises. Yeah. Then at the end, it's just this is all like nonsense. But there's this running joke where Lily keeps asking a guy, a waiter, just to keep get handing her like alcohol. So her right. so her hand is never without a drink. <clears throat> and she keeps just saying, Oh, thank you, Linus, and that's it. That's the joke. Oh right. But again, if you're going to do a joke like that, make it so she's pregnant and she can't actually drink, but she wants to look like she's drinking. Or, yeah. you know, there's a thousand and one things you can do with it rather than just, oh, wouldn't this be funny if this... Like, recurring gags are only funny if you then play with the concept of it I, I, yeah. once it's been delivered. And you don't overuse them, which that show does. Mm. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, we could we could spend a whole other hour talking about like dissatisfying endings and sitcoms we like fell out with. Um, but I think I mean I feel like we've covered enough stuff there. Uh, yeah, uh, just before we do end though, yeah, I, I want to talk about the polls because I did put our polls for. Oh yes, that's the pe- right. The people, the peeps, mm. to the people, to uh, <laughs> to to vote on like our musicals, our head to head musicals. We got like mm-hmm. a decent like turnout. We got, I think, about sixteen people voted for each. All oh, right. So I'm going to go through from five to one, and I'll give us our winners and the winners from the people. Right. So our number five was between The Greatest Showman and The Wizard of Oz, and we picked The Wizard of Oz, didn't we, for number five? Yep. Uh, the people agreed. Like it was. Greatest Showman got four uh, four votes. Wizard of Oz seven, uh, thirteen. That's pretty decisive, that one. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I'd say that's in the money. Okay, now number four was Blues Brothers versus High School Musical. Oh, okay. So we like we well you because you had seen both. You went Blues Brothers. Yeah, and I'm I forgetting which one. ones were mine now. Is this worrying? Like... Uh, yeah. Well, yours was the Greatest Showman. Wasn't it? And then, yeah, but yeah, Blues Brothers and Wizard, uh, High School Musical. We picked the Blues Brothers. High School Musical was voted eleven times. Blues Brothers only four. That's insane. I know. Like, that's. Thanks for that's... listening. But what's wrong with you people? Yeah, that's almost uh, criminal. I mean, I know you probably haven't seen the Blues Brothers. Uh, Fix it. Go watch it now. Yeah, just uh, just on principle alone. I mean, <laughs> I'd, High School Musical was my film. And even I was like, really? <laughs> I yeah. yeah, I can't. Yeah, that's very surprising. I think it had the lowest votes 
like number number wise. Mm. But still, out of fifteen people, seventy three percent went with High School Musical. Well, uh, can't say I'm dis- can't say I'm not disappointed. <laughs> I mean, it's what the people wanted. We all yeah, well, people vote. It's not always the right outcome. Remember that. Just from yeah, your lifetime, okay. you should know this. Okay, okay, yeah. All right, yeah, you. All right. I see you trying to see politics in here. No, what are you talking about? I'm just talking about life. I'm yeah. just talking about that time when I was up for a vote for being the coolest guy in school and I didn't win. Yeah, but I mean, losing to a girl was just embarrassing. No, I, I don't know what I was going with that joke. <laughs> I, was, I was going with the guy because you're the coolest guy and you couldn't even win that category. Oh, yeah, yeah. misogynistic yeah I'm going to cut that as well no, yeah, just said you so what was number yeah. two what was the second choice <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you had School of Rock I had Aladdin and then See, this, this, uh, this is where it got a bit weird because that, that was your number one pick as well mm. but yeah Aladdin won that 10 to 6 Ooh. Uh, I thought that would be closer yeah, I was saying that number one was the closest of them all. Aladdin and La La Land. Oh. And nine to seven to Aladdin. That's, that's bizarre. I mean, I'm I happy with that. Yeah, I just I didn't think those ones, that would be a close one. Yeah you, uh, would think, yeah, you would think School of Rock would be closer, wouldn't you? But I'm guessing yeah. it's not. I think because I put what's the be- better musical, people probably went, uh, oh, yeah, Aladdin. Mm. Is. Aladdin. Aladdin is the best musical. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I was shadow of that. You know how I was like, oh, none of this is making, I don't remember any of this. I was thinking this is the one we did the other week. It's not. That was the thrillers, right? There. <laughs> I was yeah, like, completely different. I don't remember talking about Willy Wonka last week. I was like, oh, it must have slipped my mind. Like, oh, no, this was like nearly a month ago, probably. <laughs> yeah. I'll put, tell I'll me put like, the next one on. Yeah, tell me I'm not. What's his face from New Girl? Yeah. Nick Miller. You are. I am, 100%. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure the writer snuck into my room while I'm sleeping. I'm like, oh. Let's make it. Um, you say you're putting the next one up on Instagram as well? Or yeah, probably one? next week after posting this episode, maybe. And then yeah. we'll see. Yeah, people. Go vote. See if you agree with our opinions or go listen to the episode. Yeah. And we'll That's see how week, controversial then. these picks are because uh, my thrillers, I feel like, are more traditional. And yours, yeah, yours might go, no, the people might actually vote for yours. Given that I feel, like, I feel like they're they're more popular, they're more pop culture films. Yeah, but then like we said on the episode, you know, if we're doing it off, what's a better thriller? Yeah. Mm. Right. I think the said, number one. I think the number one might be close. Yeah, that's what I'm scared of. That's already <laughs> in. We're already we're we're already in. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Wait, what oh, was well. number one again? Uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, you yeah you'll probably win. Mm. So we got a filmy from our number ones at least. Oh well, I'm happy with that. 
So the next one's the Mama's decider. There. I mean, but this could go on for years. We're going to keep going. Keep going. Yeah. So yeah. for next week, before we, we wrap up. Yes. We're talking all things Power Rangers. We are. We are. We it's it's we, finally, yeah. it's, it's morphing time. It is. Methadone. I, <laughs> <laughs> I said at a normal level like you should. When you're trying to be secretive. What were the what were the rest of the votes? <laughs> yeah, so number three was Willy Wonka and Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Mm-hmm. This is the biggest margin. Wait. What film went up against it? Willy Wonka. And the Chocolate Factory. Is that I guess it's a musical. Yeah, okay. You know what? My memory's yeah. awful. I don't, genuinely can't remember a thing from this episode. Well, anyway, it was 13 to 2 for Willy Wonka. I, I'm guessing uh, it's just because it's not a, like a, a, full, a fully fledged film. I'm, I'm guessing. So, not many people would have seen it. I don't know. Um, hmm. I mean, eight, 87%. Yeah. Mm, I'm I don't know about that. <laughs> and you yeah. want to say Oh but yeah don't say it at all. Like <laughs> Oh yeah, just have like a signal, just like a little nod. Hmm. Like, like, hey guys, let's morph now. Okay, cool. And right. then they do it. Let's get in position. Yeah. Let's let's already stand in formation and then do it. <laughs> when I stand with my hand behind my back, that's when we do it. I mean, from memory, from being a child, I remember there was some where they did it like mid-action, and it was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Like, one will throw a punch, and as he punches through, he changed one of them. I can't remember. I think he was one of the blue ones. I have to brush up on my on my history before before next week, won't I? Yeah. Oh, you got two weeks. Two weeks even. Oh yeah, because I'm away next week. I keep forgetting I'm going away. How bad? My memory (laughs) is shocking. Ever since I took that frying pan to the head, just everything just. Who would have thought? Yeah. Uh, Tom and Jerry prepared me for nothing. Yeah, you just get a bump in your head for 10 seconds. You push yeah. it down. Are you good to go? Bastards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're talking all things Power Rangers. We're going to pitch our a modern series of the Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. We're going to try and construct it. I don't know, either we'll do it separately or together. We'll see. Yeah, and yeah, if that's oh, if that's God. your type of stuff, oh, yeah. join, join us. Join us for our. It's, it's a mix of mix of mix, mix of a pitch and and our, our love for Power Rangers. Because mm. as soon as we like, at the beginning, we're like we had to do a Power Rangers episode. Yeah. If we didn't do it during soon, I feel like it'd just be one of those things that we kept talking about. Exactly. I'm slowly drip feeding it and now we can just jump straight in. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I guess guess that's everything. I think that's all the housekeeping done. It is. Thank you for listening, everyone. You can find us on Instagram at the next take pod. Uh or next take podcast, I think. Next take pod. You had it right the first time. I said pod. Oh, I should have I should have committed. Gone with my gut. Um yeah, follow us along on there. You can find us on most platforms you can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Play Podcasts, probably 
probably on Stitcher. Yeah. I'm putting probably before all of these because I cannot remember. I did have this written down on a Google note somewhere, but that was lost to time. Um, if you want to follow me on any socials, you can find me at GEO Dursley. Uh, please don't come to my house though, because I don't have anything in to host you with, unfortunately. So you won't be there next week. You could go. Just go. Definitely, definitely don't come to my house next week. <laughs> For the love of God, I please don't. I won't be here. No, no, wait. Scratch that. Cut that out. <laughs> I mean, you've got to go now. Whoever's listening, just go to his house. You know. I don't want strangers on the internet coming to my house while I'm not here. Did I, mean, I say I'll next week? I meant the week after. But when is this being recorded? Huh? Oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's being recorded on the 9th of June, 2021. So Sonny, next week. my guy, <laughs> please stop. Oh, sorry. sorry. sorry, I'm, sorry. Seeing, I'm seeing you in person in 20 days, so I'm going to get you back right there and then. Well, you're going to like, sneeze on me. Yeah, maybe. Or, like, okay. I don't know. What, what can I do that you don't do? Hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna, I don't know uh, where you go. I don't know. I'll just make Anthony tell you for an hour straight why American comedy is better than British comedy. Okay. I mean, it's not the worst thing. Oh, all right. Christmas songs. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'll apologize. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Right. You can find me on uh, Instagram at <laughs> SSGill1996. And that's us. That's it. That's episode that's it. We're done. seven. We're done. We're in the bag. Lucky We're living number seven. Indeed. Next week. Don't forget that. Yeah. Wait, are you telling me not to forget I'm going away? Because I probably will. No, I'm telling the, the audience not to forget that okay. you're going away. Oh. To go to your house. Yes. No, yeah. stop. Come to, <laughs> please, please don't come to my house. I'm really pretty don't sure. Like guests at the time. I don't, I don't like guests when I'm outside of a pandemic, let alone during it. Oh, yeah, I'm with you there. Exactly. But it's funny if it's not me. <laughs> I'm going to come to your house now. I'm going to bring everyone along. I'm going to get a posse together. Oh, then. Uh, you know, see, see what it's about. It'll be the first time you come to my house. That'd be nice. Damn, he called my bluff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew it worked. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you Thank you very weeks. much, everyone. We'll see you soon. God bless and good night. Oh, wait, I, I didn't tell you my joke. I was going to oh. say, oh, of course you like this program. There's a guy with a surname Patel in it, and then I didn't know how that was going to land. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to... Yeah, that was fine. Okay. Okay, yeah. cool. I'll, I'll remember that for next time. I can make very mild race-baiting jokes. I mean, you got, like, Barriani and Gary Masada in there. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I shall yeah, anyway. be them. Yeah, you could use those as characters in a new film called Brown. Not in your new show, Brown People. Brown, yeah, my, it, oh, <laughs> it's coming together. Next week, uh, I mean, next episode. That's George's pitch. Brown people. Yeah. Brown people. And there's a white guy, and he he gets pillow rice confused with pillow rice, and he makes <laughs> a really big grain of rice to sell to people, and it becomes a big hit. Oh. You know what? That's that's a pretty stand, that's a pretty solid like <laughs> sitcom episode to go from. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy that. I'm, uh, I'm gonna log that one away. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, thanks, guys. All right, thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.